Hey, everybody, I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters. Uh, we are the show that pits two monster squads of funny people against each other in a pop culture battle royale to determine who will be our final girl and who will sink into a shallow grave only to be revived in a sequel, shrugging off their wounds, plotting a bit of revenge. That's right, folks. It's our Halloween special, so let's open the mansion doors and meet our stranded motorists. Our first contestant performs at UCB Franklin every Friday night with Winslow and hosts the podcast Drag Her with Nicole Byer. It was hard to get that name out because I love her so much. Yeah. And we love trash with Betsy Sidero. It's Mano Agopia. Hi. How how are you? So good. Oh, man. I'm great. I'm excited. I'm excited to do this. I'm excited. I feel like I'm, I hope I'm the final girl. I have a lot of that energy. You really do. I don't know, though. Are you, are are you doing? I'm also POC, which means I'm in trouble. Okay. (laughs) Are you doing um, American Horror Story 1984? Okay. We're watching it. Okay. And it's pretty bad, but it's It's pretty wonderful. It's, it's more terrible. bad, though, than wonderful. I'm well, finding. it's always goddamn awful. Yeah. Everything he touches. No, but, I mean, definitely the American Horror Story thing is just, like, we don't care. Like, it's like getting in a car with a blasted, drunk teenager. You're like, sure. I know this is going to crash. Yeah. Um, but it is fun to see Gus, Cunwer- Gus Cunworthy's body. <laughs> Gus Kenworthy, yeah. Yeah, it's fun to see he's his body, trying. but he's, he's God bless him. God bless him. He's really trying. But yeah, I'm having fun, even though okay. I, I can fully see the twist already from 100 miles away. Do you want to reveal what the tri- twist is? Because I saw the first episode, and that's that, that's all I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, they're they're clear. It's clearly no coincidence that they called it 1984, uh-huh. and there's some sort of Orwellian connection yeah. happening where yeah. it's go, they're gonna talk about 1984, the novel, yeah. in a way that connects with 1984, the horror world. I see. But I mean, we all know it'll be like a shit casserole by the end, where it's like, yeah. see, we connected, it. and you're like, no, you didn't. <sighs> Ryan Murphy. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Please hire me. Please hire both of us. He's like a person who starts talking and then gets bored of his story halfway through. Yes. And then it's just like, you finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my thing on Ryan Murphy, and people who know him say this isn't true, but his public persona, to me, is he's the guy who never laughs, but will go, that's hilarious. Yeah. Like if something funny happens, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. He's that guy. Our second contestant is a comedian and filmmaker, and her horror comedy short, Messed Up, is currently making the rounds on the festival circuit. Also, she hosts Cursed, a storytelling show inspired by the full moon. It's Luce Tomlin Brenner. Hello. How are you? I'm pretty fantastic. I love Halloween, so I'm very excited to be on a Halloween-themed show. It seems to be... Your time of year. It is. I'm even wearing a themed dress. I know oh the audience goodness. can't see it. But, yeah, talk me through it. Um, yeah, I got it at uh, Goodwill in Bowling Green, Ohio, where Terrifying. I went to college. It is really scary. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of the Bowling Green Massacre that uh, yeah, was happen. made up a few yeah. years ago. We remind Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. I think maybe Betsy DeVos. Or... No, it was uh, uh, <laughs> Kellyanne Conway. Oh, yeah. I mean, same thing. Yeah, she, so they both got massacred. They just massacred? made it up. They were like, "Let's oh. not forget the Bowling Green massacre," and everybody from my little rural college was just like, "Ah, like so psyched to just be mentioned." <laughs> and I, I had a friend uh, when we were in college who 
uh, threw a red velvet cake in the air when we were all drunk and then rolled around in it on the kitchen floor so that the whole tile floor was red and he was covered in red cake. So it looked like a massacre. And I posted that picture that day and man, was it popular. I bet. Yeah. So that's the Bowling Green Massacre that I lived through. A delicious massacre. Mm -hmm. The very best kind. Uh, welcome. Our third contestant hosts the Flophouse podcast right here on Max Fun, and his children's picture book, Horse Meets Dog, is in stores now. Welcome, Elliot Kaylin. Thank you very much for having me. How are you? I'm all right. I am trying my best to get into the spooky mood of the season, uh-huh. but right now it's just settling in as kind of like a low-level depression. Yeah. So I need to, I need to amp that up to bone chilling. Sure. Because right now it's just like bone like bone doubting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bone cooling. Bone cooling. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. my bones are noticeably cooler, but they're not like chilled yet. They're Luke. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, but I, I get excited uh, whenever I notice that the Turner Classic Movie schedule is turning all into Frankenstein monsters, oh and I'm like, oh yeah, that's the that's the real uh, like the first Robin of Spring for me of Halloween season. Hey, that's the good is, stuff. Is they're moving all the, just into black and white movies where people find skeletons and castles. Yeah. <gasps> Fun time. <laughs> now, when you sat down, uh, contestant Mono said uh, that uh, your name reminds him of Troll Two. Yes. yes. Oh, Elliot, it will be wonderful. Oh, the, the part of Troll <sighs> been waiting to say that. I always think about is when uh, is when his dad is mad at him that he's not eating the food. That yes. The, that the trolls are they're serving them, and he's like, "Do you see this writing? Do you know what it means? Hospitality." And you can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. What are you going to do to me, Daddy? Tighten my belt by one loop so I don't feel hunger pains. And your sister and mother will have to do likewise. Okay, Joshua, you want to get rough with me? You want to show me that you don't like the choice of this house for our vacation by going on a hunger strike? Well, I'll accept the challenge. But just remember, when I was your age, I really did suffer from hunger. We'll see who gets through this. But just remember, I've got more practice than you. I'll see you tomorrow. And when I was younger, I was like, that's crazy. Why would they listen to him? And now as a dad, I'm like, I totally relate to you, <laughs> you know what's going on is wrong, but you just don't want to be rude. So you tell your child who's right, like, just be quiet. Like, yeah. we'll just You're telling me Troll 2 is the most grounded piece of cinema you've ever seen? I would say when it com- only when it comes to parenting. <laughs> when it comes to what trolls eat, I would say probably not <laughs> as much. That's crazy. Because uh-huh. that mom also says, will you sing that song I like so much? And it's row, row, row your boat. <laughs> no. Because they needed a song that they could get the public right, domain free. rights to. So they, that's a movie that, it's not a very good movie, but when I was young, the, in the beginning when he's talking to his ghost grandpa, yes. and they, his parents come in, and the, he's like, I'm just talking to grandpa. Ba-bum, there's nobody there. Right. It's a genuinely scary moment. <laughs> uh, I've actually never seen this movie. I've, I've heard you about have. it, yeah, wait, but We're not talking it. about it. Trolls too. No, we're not, not talking about... The Justin Timberlake <laughs> no. masterpiece. No. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Trolls too. Nobody has sunshine in their pocket in, in this Troll too. There's also a documentary about the film that I recommend called Best Worst Movie. Go watch it in either order. You also don't need to watch the first troll. They have nothing to do with no, each nothing. other. No right. correlation. And really? technically, Troll 2 is about goblins. They're in a town <laughs> called Nilbog, and they're all goblins, but they need that, that valuable troll IP. They is it live, live action? Oh, very Definitely. live. Yeah. Puppets? Uh, no. If you consider, you're telling me there's no puppets? If you consider smaller than usual people 
wearing masks puppets. I mean, they're Ooh. all puppets of the director, the ultimate puppet. Oh, of Ooh. course. Right. The master puppeteer. Yeah. Oh okay. Great. Drag. Now that voice Drag. that you're hearing is our final contestant. She co-hosts Everything's Great, a monthly <laughs> show at Dynasty Typewriter <laughs> with Demi Adejuigbe and Nick Coat. Nick Coacher. Coacher? Yeah. Is it Coacher? Yeah, Demi Adejuigbe and Nick Coacher. Okay. Yeah. And she will be opening for Nick Thune at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club starting on the 17th of yeah. October. It's Addie Wyrick. Hi, everybody. Is it Wyrick or Wyrich? Wyrich. Why rich? Why I was spending rich? so much time on Demi's name. It's okay. That yeah, we, yeah. I'll give the the way to do. Okay, so fun things about all three of our last names. So yeah. my mine mine it's just why rich? Like why are you rich? Why rich? Why rich? Okay. Apparently, that's the wrong way to pronounce it. Well, but see, yeah. but it's the way that my dad does, and then he's like, I don't care, and we we're like, I don't care, and yeah. he was adopted, so it's not even like, oh, it's our blood name. He's like, yeah. I don't know, this is my last name. Yeah. Um, it's got the right. Yeah, there it is. But some people, I feel like because people don't know any other Addies, so no one, like, like for example, like, there was a girl in my school named Maddie Pignetti, and, like, that's a first and last name yeah. type person. You don't just say Maddie. She's got to be Maddie Pignetti. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, Yeah, and I think I, I got away with just being Addie for a really long time, so then yeah. when people would, I, like, did a, <clears throat> I did a stand-up show, and the whole set list was up, and it was, like, first name, last name, first name, last name, first name, last name, Addie, first name, last <laughs> <Yeah>. name, first name, last name, just took off my name, just funny, and then uh, Demi's last name, the fun way to remember that, that that he told us was like, did you eBay? So a uh, did you eBay? A did you eBay? A did you eBay? Oh, okay. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, no, I tried it. Yeah, yeah, I did you eBay. And then Coacher, fun thing is that his dad does pronounce it Cocker. And, Cocker. And, and, and he was like, please don't do it. Yeah, and there's, he's a great stand up bit about it. So he is Coacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is Coacher. He is also Breakfast Boy, which really brightens my day every he time is breakfast I see boy. it on uh, Instagram. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'm actually really, I'm going to tell him that people now know him as Breakfast Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that truly, when it happens, I get kind of excited. He just likes that. to eat breakfast and dance to pretty good songs. He yeah. likes pop hits. He yes, likes, he does. Yeah. But enough about people who aren't you. Yeah, yeah. Let's I, talk about the dog okay, there's a dog. Lap. There is a dog on my lap, and she's making me very warm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. She's a little dog. Her name is Birdie, and I adopted her yesterday from the Dog Cafe LA. Oh, that's the cutest news I've ever heard. Yeah, we should all go, honestly. I can't it's wait. Fantastic. So they serve dogs? They serve dogs in little cups. Oh, um, wow. oh, and if it's adorable. a big dog, big cup. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like half cafe and then half like a room that's all like linoleum floors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you just play with puppies and they'll like come. For- the coffee's really good. I had like the coffee matcha, all that stuff. And then right now they have six Rottweiler puppies that are just mm-hmm. hilarious. And then um, everyone's up for adoption. Everyone's up to for foster. Mm-hmm. Um, I went because I was depressed on Sunday. And then I ended up getting a dog. And uh, I love her so much. I got her yesterday. She's the best. I love her so much. She's yeah. cute. She's, just, she she's looks, just chill. She's chill. She's an older dog. Yeah. She's she from over. Mexico. Is she a rescue from Mexico by any no, chance? No, apparently Apparently, she had a microchip. She was one of these dogs where, like, um, they, someone found her in a rescue, and she had a microchip, so they called the owners, being like, hey, we found your dog, and then the owners just ghosted her. <gasps> Speaking of spooky. That's oh, too scary. That yeah, and her name apparently nice. was Annie Boo That. Her name is Birdie now. That's right. <laughs> Flirty Birdie. And what were yes. her owners' names that abandoned her? Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, we're going to dox them. <laughs> Betsy and <laughs> Michael DeVos. So get them. Monsters. Now, we've introduced all our players so it is time to determine teams here at troubled waters we're always on the lookout for the things that divide us wherever and however we can find them uh so with that in mind uh and given that this is our halloween episode we're going to do a little showdown of the greatest heroes and villains or <gasps> monsters of horror movies mm-hmm. so let's say Addie and mono okay you great. guys uh are going to be playing on behalf of you who you think is the greatest horror movie hero okay oh okay 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So talk about it. Like, let's decide. Greatest horror movie hero. Okay. I mean, there aren't tons to choose from. Well, there's there's some. Well, I think what is I think what is hard, and I will, and I, and I I will we and we will win. You know, we'll we'll take a stance oh, we're and we're win. we're gonna defend it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. So sorry, but I think what is hard about the heroes is that often they are like the the girl the virgin yeah, <laughs> or like yes. or like they're accidentally just they just survived the longest right yeah. right um but, but that takes skill that takes skill but there's great ones that are not virgins like from scream but there's also like weird abstract ones like um the lead from the orphanage oh el orfanato wait, wait there's the a spanish film oh the I, orphanage. I saw the English one, the mm. orphanage. Um, where or did you see Orphan? Where it turns out she's oh, like never mind. Thirty eight. No, I saw a Orphan. Thirty eight year old I saw gymnast. Orphan, and she was a thir- yeah thirty eight year old gymnast no. who like, takes her makeup off in the lake scene. I just remember that. I remember, oh, that sucks. I remember no, this going one's to see good. it at the movie theater with all my karate friends, and I got so scared. There's so much to unpack <laughs> in that one. <laughs> the Orphan is the scariest thing of all. Immigrants. Yeah. yeah. Immigrants. What are they doing here? Pretending to be kids. well in Oklahoma. Yeah. Taking our <laughs> taking our jobs, being kids. But with what's the um the the Michael guy um is it Halloween Halloween Halloween, Halloween. yeah Laurie really... Strode is definitely the hero. no who's Jamie Lee Strode wait where's Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, that's Laurie Strode. Strode oh yeah because yeah. I was like Jamie Lee Curtis she's pretty I should badass. be on this team <laughs> no, no get out of here get out of here Jamie and Lee she Curtis has no unless I'm wrong survived all of the movies yeah she, she has she's in the newest she didn't as well but I mean they've they've changed which universe they're following they they're did, in the original dies. universe yeah but she like dies in one of them and they she, were just like that didn't happen yeah mm-hmm. Halloween Resurrection yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Her, her brother's died so many times at this point in coming yes. so why maybe can't she maybe he's you know? the hero mm-hmm. right he's, he's battling with yeah. depression <laughs> battling depression coming um, back yeah I would pick Laurie Strode or Sydney from Scream mm-hmm. yeah but, oh I mean Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, we'll Laurie, go Strode. Laurie Strode. She's yeah, a badass. Laurie, yeah. Laurie Strode it is. Yeah. I love it. All right, Luce Elliott, you will be playing on behalf of who you think is the greatest horror movie villain or monster <gasps> or slasher. We got the opposite well, problem. There's too many good ones. Yeah. Too many good ones. <laughs> well, do we pick Michael Myers to actually have a real Ooh. face-off? You know, I'm not mad at Michael Myers versus, versus Jamie. Laurie Strode. I'm not okay, we can do Michael. And Michael Myers. They keep trying to fucking settle that thing with yeah. movies, yeah. which are a lot of effort and cost a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can do it in like an hour in a little tiny room with no ventilation at all. Mm-hmm. Well, and a little dog. And he represents and so dog. many. He's like, uh, I feel like him and Jason and Freddie are all kind of the sa- different versions of the same guy anyway. Mm-hmm. So well, he's sure. representing so much. Yeah. You know, Michael Myers is the one who like has a family. And mm-hmm. Jason is the one who is a sports fan, and yeah. Freddy Krueger is the one who hates women. So yeah. it's like and children the, and children. Oh yeah, <laughs> or he loves no, he loves them too much. That's, loves them that's, too much. that's the, that's the yeah. issue. And uh, they, they also kind of ignore that in the later movies. Yeah, that's okay. true. They really cleaned up Freddy's Freddy's background. In yeah, the yeah. They had a PR team come in and be like, Freddy, listen, well, listen. <laughs> we love the kids. It's great. It's great that they love kids. We just gotta tone it down. We gotta. <laughs> there was there's a like uh, when I was a kid, it was during Freddy Mania. And I just remember they were like, excuse me, rewind. What's that? Uh, Fred, where, like lunchboxes, oh, talking sure. dolls. Uh, it was yeah. all, Halloween all every Freddy, year. And all Freddy, all and Freddy. all Freddy everywhere. And I, only when I was growing up, was I was like, wait, he's like a pedophile. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. he's a ch- the character's a child molester. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, all they these do kids, dial that back. Yeah, later. The, all these friends of mine had these dolls of him. I was like, this is just Ugh. what Freddy wants to be in a kid's bedroom. So we'll be Michael Myers. He's a blank slate. Literally, yeah, he is a blank slate. I like that he's not quippy. I like that he's just definitely strong, silent. He's just the shape. Yeah, doesn't even have a name. Doesn't even he and. Sometimes it's just a point of view, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This is great. He it's Laurie versus yeah. Michael once and for all. Oh, That's right. doing once it. And finally de- decide That's right. it. Yeah. This is it, Michael. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, keep your buzz in words at the ready, which will be Laurie. 
and Michael. Okay. Oh, it's going to be so hard for me not to call her Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will also answer to Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, fantastic. All right, we're going to start the show with a so warm-up. much longer. We like to call Win the News. Uh, it's a round in which we give you a news story and we ask you to take sides, even if it's not really a story with two sides to take. We want you to act like the uh, the assholes that you see on cable news. Just be vicious to one another. Okay. Uh, pointlessly combative. Uh, today's story comes to us from the city of Calgary, Canada, a country that has already had its fill of bad Halloween stories and is going through one right now. Uh, after years of providing a spooky spot around Halloween, Northwest Calgary haunted house, Panamount Panic, will be a ghost town after it was shut down by the city. Because... The official story here is that someone complained to the city of Calgary that the haunted house structure outside the home where it's located is obstructing the view in the intersection on the corner, causing a blind spot, which is kind of spooky. Uh, city inspectors came out and checked out the haunted house and told creator Quinn Monteram, that's a fun name, that they needed to take it down despite the 75 hours of labor already put into the project, which neighbors are already petitioning to save. So Team Lori. You will be arguing on behalf of the Panamount Panning House. Tell us why this Halloween tradition, which draws visitors from all over Canada, hundreds of children, it's a neighborhood staple, deserves to stand. You have one minute and your time starts now. I mean, job creation. Let's just start right there. Sure. Let's talk. Let's talk about uh, taking children off of the social media apps. That's right. Get them in the house. Get them real IRL. Okay. Scare them IRL. You and know? there's neuro pathways created when you scare children that can't be duplicated by any other experience. Exactly. Well, I'm. Not, I also think that the haunted house is a classic thing that should keep happening every year. It's a. It's. It's also a fantastic date. It's a fantastic bonding experience. Mm-hmm. It's a scary, but it's all. All in good fun. And it's a reminder mm-hmm. that these puritanical old yes. school thoughts that used to uh, yes. uh, change the way we thought about people yes. are just a myth. That's right. They're just Let's... a myth. And you can blow. You can, you can, yeah. And, and when it comes to what you're blocking an intersection, drive slower. That's just yeah. or don't take that street. You have you have ways. Google you're an Maps. adult. You're an adult. You're an adult. You're an adult. Do it for the kids. Say yes to fantasies. Say yes Yes to to dreams. Say yes to kids. (laughs) Jeez, did you stick that landing? That was perfect. Thank you. A minute on the nose. Well done. And and thank you for uh, bringing up that ways, you know, stops all car accidents. Just pay attention to ways instead of the road, and you're good to go. Uh, All right, now, Team Michael Myers, you get to side with the man and argue on behalf of the city of Calgary, who in a statement said, we're not anti-fun, but we need to ensure that safety considerations are not compromised. That is the least fun statement I've ever heard in my life. Uh, But why are they right? Why should the Panamount Panic House not stand during this Halloween season? You have one minute for your not anti-fun argument. Start it now. I'm actually going to argue on behalf of the haunted house by saying it should be closed because you don't want a car to just go ramshackling right into it. Like if this intersection is truly dangerous, cars are just going to fly through the front doors. It's going to kill people. It's going to kill scare actors. It's going to ruin what's probably a beautiful, spooky facade. So this is to keep the haunted house safe and maybe locate it to another place where it can thrive. So in order to save your life, we must kill you. I would say that in order to improve the haunted house, they should close it. Because what's scarier than a haunted house? An abandoned haunted house that's closed. How better for this haunted house to really achieve what it wants to achieve, which is to frighten, which is to 
bewilder, which is to make you curious about what's inside, uh-huh. than to close it down oh, absolutely. and t- turn it into that real haunted house that it wants to be, that witch house on the street, every Ten town seconds. has them, where the kids run by. Also, I'm just going to say, Calgary, that's a rodeo town. It needs to be a haunted rodeo. I Oof, think that would... That absolutely. Would, one, now you've got them on your side. Okay. Mm. Team Laurie, you now have 30 seconds to completely eviscerate your opponent's argument. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? Strong start. You're saying as if so- things that can't be enjoyed are enjoyable? That's what, yeah. What? That's, that's like, like being, buying a sandwich to look at how pretty it and just, is. And just be like, it's better that way. No, that sandwich wants to be eaten. That haunted house. And also, they're going to destroy the haunted house because it's the view. So there is a hole in your theory because they're taking it down. Exactly. They've already put 75 hours in. They're destroying it because Ten of seconds. an intersection view. Honestly, let us enjoy life. Let's not live life always wondering what if. Yes, let's let, let's live life saying, I did see that car smash through and my kid has a great story he can tell at parties. <laughs> that is your time. That is your time. <laughs> team Michael Myers, why is Team Lori full of Halloween beans? You know what I? You know what word I kept hearing them saying? Life. Enjoy life. Let's let it live. Let's life. Halloween's not about life. Halloween's about death. Absolutely. <laughs> the wreckage. This. Yeah, the, the, the ruin that's left when life, when the spirit leaves, and then the spirit on its own outside of the shell and prison of the body. So what we have to do is make this haunted house as Halloween-y as we can get. Exactly. We knock it down. There's going to be shards of glass, Mm -hmm. all kinds of broken wood that people can get splinters on, cover themselves in blood, and be the spookiest they've ever been. And at that point, it is ruins, so it's no longer blocking the site when you're you're driving by. Mm -hmm. But it's still so much scary. That is your time. Uh, you have both made compelling arguments. However, only one team has a member with a dog on their lap. Uh, team Laurie Strode. The, <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I'm talking about. The points about. go to you. That's why I brought yeah. the dog. Give me this dog. Who would have thought? Also, I mean, your your argument includes glass injuries, and I just can't support that. Oh, yeah, that was well, madness. I guess you guys don't like to be scared. <laughs> yeah, that was madness. I do like I, I do like the idea that the city would hear your argument and be like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Let's get kids all cut up <laughs> with glass. That's, we'll make that's it more dangerous. <laughs> That's like what Halloween was like when we were kids. The idea that you could bite into a Snickers bar and it might have glass or shards of needles and stuff in it. Yeah. And I've, you liked it. And you liked yeah, because I was actually scared. <laughs> this is the Do woman we- with the pumpkin dress. So yeah. this is. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Did that actually ever happen? Was there ever actually a razor blade in an apple? Or no. There were like family things where like someone in a family tried to like poison their whole family by Ooh. doing the like, you know, their own personal stash of yeah. candy. Mm. Um, and then there was like a thing with like, I don't know, somebody with acid who was like gave it to their friends in Halloween candy, but it never happened to like random children. Right. Uh, okay, let's move on to a round we call competitive anecdotes. This is a game where we let our showbiz guests talk about their favorite things themselves. Oh. We're going to give you a story prompt. You will be invited to share an anecdote relating to that prompt. Whoever tells the most charming or humiliating or entertaining story will come out the winner. Well, this is easy enough. It's our Halloween episode. Uh, who's got a really good scary story? Yes. Anyone can jump in. Yes, Anyone I'm ready. Can... Okay. I'm ready. I came yeah. ready to play. Okay, so here's this is a true thing. I one time was in Greece. I was on the island of Milos, okay. and I was staying at my brother-in-law's uh, house, a house he grew up in, which was one of these very simple Greek houses that was like white port concrete, just like a two-room house. Yeah. And um, the house had a weird vibe to it. His father was like a goat butcher, and the goat butchering equipment was still like visible and around. It was Ugh, like, covered creepy. in blood. Uh, no, I don't think so. But it was creepy and old, like old, tortury stuff. So I went to bed feeling uneasy. I go to bed and um, uh, in my brother-in-law's old room, 
and I have a fit of sleep paralysis. And um, the I, worst. The this worst. Is already the scary. You already win this round. Okay, here we go. So then I have sleep paralysis, and I see um, I had, there's no doorways in this old home. So in the doorway of my room, I see this sort of like dark figure with hands draping to the floor. Oh my god! Oh. And I mean like I mean so much so that the hands yeah like hit the like floor. The knuckles. The knuckles hit the floor. Are on the ground. Yes, and I'm like, oh, this is a terrible dream. I want to wake up. I can't wake up. And like uh, eventually, I'm able to shake out of it. But after what feels like half an hour, I, I I flip over to one side. I'm like, I'm not moving until it is bright out. The next morning, of course, I feel groggy and I didn't sleep well. My brother-in-law is like, How did you sleep? You seem groggy. I was like, Yeah, I just had nightmares or whatever. He immediately like is like, About what? About what? Oh no. He opens a drawer um, in this bedroom I slept in, which used to be his bedroom. He opens up an old notebook. No, no, no. And he shows me a drawing no, no, no. of the dark figure with the hands on the floor. No. And he says, Did you see him? <laughs> Ew, what? <laughs> I have goosebumps. I have goosebumps. Remember how Did I was you get hot before? I have goosebumps. And, and he was minute? like, Oh, yeah, he visits. Oh, yeah, he visits. <laughs> oh, my God. So, and I don't believe in ghosts, but I think I saw a ghost. Jesus. Jesus Absolutely. There's no, there's no explaining that. Yeah. Oh. So good luck. Burn and we blew right past the, the most practically terrifying part of the story, which is sleep paralysis. Yeah. It's right. The worst. Any, anyone do, else do you, get it? Do you yes. have sleep paralysis? I just got it. Well, I once in blue moon I get it. And I just got oh. it a couple of weeks ago. And we were traveling somewhere, if you're aware. And and I for sure got it. And because you know how like you need to be woken up. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like, I have it, and I'm like, and I can just barely move. And so I, I yelled out to Ben. I was like, Help me. Help me. Oh, oh, no. That's Because so I just needed him to just shake me so I would be awake and then uh-huh. go back to sleep and everything would be fine. Right. And he had a sleep mask on because wherever we were staying, like it was bright. Yeah. He never wears a sleep mask. He couldn't see that I was like doing the, this very, like oh. with my hand, trying to get him to shake me. And he was like, you okay? I was like, Ugh. And then he was like, oh, he's fine. Rolled over and went back to sleep. No. Yeah, it went on for a really long time. And so then in the morning I was like, I remember this, but it must be a dream. Like all sleep paralysis must just be a dream. Uh-huh. So I woke up and I was like, oh, God, I had a rough night's sleep. And Ben was like, yeah, you were like yelling at me to help you. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck but did he help me? me? Yeah. So sleep paralysis is real and I can't stand it and I don't know where it comes from. And you Jeez. can't trust your partner. And you can't trust your partner. That's oh the scariest God. thing. It Nasty. is. Yeah. Help. Nasty. What the fuck? What is? There's no other what word. It is? <laughs> it's like your brain. It's like your your brain's awake, but your body's but your asleep. Body's but it's just terrifying. Awful. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Anyone else? Anyone else? Um, I'm actually, I love being scared. I love scary movies. I love going to haunted houses, but I'm actually extremely delicate. I get scared really <laughs> easily. I'm not tough at all. And like if somebody, if I'm alone in a room and someone else just walks into the room, I will scream. <laughs> They're mm. just like, ah, there's someone here. Um, so I get I get nervous really easily. And um, But I, I really enjoy going to haunted houses because it feels safe because I'm like, Oh, someone's gonna pop out at me, but they're not gonna kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go into um, at the when I first move here, the first haunted house I do in LA is the LA Haunted Hayride, sure. uh, which is very fun, seasonal. It's kind of like a low key one. It's actually not like the scariest house out there, but it's outdoors and there's like the Hayride and then like three other mini haunts. And my favorite one is a blackout maze, which is an actual maze. They call haunted houses mazes, but this one you're on your own. There's no there's no path to follow. It's a real maze. And I was like, oh, I am great at mazes. I have an excellent sense of direction, and I can find my way out of anything, even in the dark. So that's the whole thing. There's no lights. 
it's just dark and you have to go through this maze. An incredible thing to know about yourself. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do feel confident in that way. Like if you turn all the lights out in this building, I could get us all out. Um, uh. I feel very confident in that. So, um, but then stuff pops out at you too. That was the other thing. Mm-hmm. Is then like there were ghouls with like flashlights and strobe lights, and I was like, whatever, I got this. So um, I get in the maze. I'm like doing really well. I'm the leader of our group because I came with such confidence. Um, and then I'm kind of touching the walls because I'm trying to, you know, where are the walls? But it's a homemade fucking haunted house. So I get a splinter in my hand and I go, I'm like, ow. I like yell out and everyone's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, my hand, like, I think I'm bleeding. I look, look, as I'm like looking, trying to figure out my hand in the dark, something pops out at me and I scream because I'm like very, very scared in that moment. And then I start running and then I hit a wall with my face and then I'm like, no. And then I turn around and start running the other way and I hit a wall with my knee and it hurts. I mean, I go knee first in the corner of like a wall and all of a sudden it's like, throbbing and it's like one of those you know you have a bruise immediately so I'm like oh god so this hand feels like it hurts and my head hurts and my knee hurts and I'm in the dark and I've lost the rest of the group and I'm like get me out of here and then another thing pops out at me and I'm screaming in its face and I run the other direction and then there's this big animatronic that has like these arms that are going like this and I run face first into an arm that basically like knocks me in the face and like sends me to the ground (laughs) it was chaos so, and like too much had happened at once. It's like the span of like 30 seconds. It's also, it's, it's like, like totally localized chaos to you. So to anyone outside, they're just seeing you running around screaming, bumping also, into things. Also, that Absolutely. maze has like bail moments where it's like emergency exit. Yeah, it was, well, at that point though, I felt like I had gone through so much. Like I was like, <laughs> I'm going to, yes. Yeah. And I was like, I will not be beat by you. So I'm like <laughs> limping, I'm like holding a hand, limping. My head, I feel dizzy and I find my way out. And I'm just like so pumped about it. And I got out before all the rest of the people who were in the maze. So I think the pain actually drove me through, but I had an insane welt on my leg for like two weeks. Jeez. I don't think I would trust you to get us out of this yeah. building if it wasn't dark. I was I, really confident frankly, in you in the you beginning just of the story. Yourself. Like yeah. You just Listen, you make it out half alive <laughs> yeah. in a minute. Who knows where you guys would be? It sounds like you <laughs> Probably panic. the lights would come back on in the minute that he. Sounds like walls and corners make you panic. There were things jumping out. I would have been fine. <laughs> There's things jumping out here. We got yelled at earlier. Uh, Elliot. Uh, I don't have a really good scary story, scary story. We've heard so many good ones. So mm-hmm. I think I'll talk about, uh, this is just more of a personal characteristic, is uh, the thing that scares my wife the most is the thing that calms me the most, oh. which is being on an airplane that feels like it's about to crash. Okay. And so whenever we're on a plane and it hits turbulence, she gets very n- nervous, and I enter a state of deep zen because I'm like, well, there's nothing I can do about this. Sure. If this is when God has chosen for me to go, there's not, I can't, I'm not going to reroute this plane. Right. And so we were on a flight, um, it was either earlier this year or it was last year, and we were, had taken off from LAX, and it was about 30 minutes in, and there was a bang, and the plane jumped, and there was a flash outside. And she was, and I was like, I bet this plane just got hit by lightning. And she went. You said that yeah. to the woman oh. that you love. Well, I wanted to be. I wanted. To, well, she was. She was like, What happened? And then, uh, and then they announced it. So we got hit by lightning. We had to turn around. And they had to turn around and get on a new plane. And while it was in that moment, I think I was the most laid back I've ever been in my life because I was like, Well, it's disappointing that this is all I got. But you know, this is when it ends. Like. 
I guess it was decided for me. But, that, but then my wife was really upset. And then it was only afterwards we got off the plane. I was like, that was very dangerous. Like, that's, I'm glad they turned that plane around. But, Do you know what what the lightning did to the plane? No. All I know is that it was bad enough that they had to get us a new plane. Uh-huh. But they, if they Just out of an abundance of caution. Yeah. Right? And it was one of those, the stupid part of your brain kicks in where they're like, uh, that was uh, we. There was we're gonna take a look and see. You know, uh, we're see if we need to turn around and go back. And the stupid part of my brain that's like, we're already running late. Let's just go the rest of the way to New York. We already started. <laughs> like, yeah. let's just finish this. Like the the part of my brain that doesn't want to be inconvenienced is stronger than the part of my brain that wants to stay alive. Stay alive. alive. Yeah. So. I'd, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather die than be inconvenienced. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. like, well, if I die, I have a really good reason for not getting there on time. Right? <laughs> I like that let go response. That's very healthy just to it be like, nice. let go. I wish I could tap into it in literally any other situation. Yeah, I was going to ask if you feel that way. Because I know that sometimes like if I'm in like an if I'm in an Uber or something and there's traffic and it's like, I'm going to be late. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I have to just like calm down because I'm not driving. Uh-huh. I think that's why sometimes I don't like taking Uber because if I am driving, I feel more like agency. Yes. Yes. But if I'm like, I chose to get in this Uber or I chose to get on this bus. I can't do anything. Yeah. I'm going to take a breather. Yeah, or like or it's 2 a.m. and something happened but no one's going to answer their emails until the morning anyway. So there's nothing I can do now. I'm just going to go to sleep, wake up in the morning, make coffee, handle it then. Right. See, that's how I would feel if Very like sad. someone threw a saw blade at me. <laughs> but like this morning I was walking my son to school and I'm like, "Relate, relate, relate." And I'm just so agitated and I'm like, we got to get there on time. And in, in my head, I'm like, so what's going to happen if we don't get there on time? Like, why am I so worked up about this? But, You'll get put in detention, Elliot. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah. What's going on? You. Your permanent record. But if I was in like a helicopter and it was falling towards the ground, I'd be like, well, well I, I have nothing I can do about it. Like, I, <laughs> I feel that sweet release when I'm playing Mario and I watch him go off a cliff. I'm just like, let go, little buddy. Let go. It's over. Yeah, go but into like, that sweet the pain night. Is gone. <laughs> yeah, but then yeah. you immediately respond, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's what I. I think that's there's some sort of Buddhist Zen to that moment where you're like, it's okay. Yeah. You'll be back. Like I. Yeah. That that that's why video video games aren't dangerous. They actually teach kids about Buddhism. Yeah. Because <laughs> if so, you die, you'll just respawn. So commit suicide, children. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Don't kids commit do suicide. listen to this podcast? Yeah. Kidding. Don't. Commit do not. Suicide. Don't. Do not Kill no. yourself. That was <laughs> not my. Second. Did you ever see uh, Amanda Lepore's "It Gets Better" video? No. Do you know, you know. Amanda I love Lepore, right? Amanda Lepore. It literally was just her saying, "Do not commit suicide." <laughs> that was amazing. Literally, the but whole it thing. was titled "It Gets Better." Yeah. Oh, I love. I love when like a movie's title is never referenced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, all of those were very good stories. Uh, Mano's chilled me to the very bone. However, only Elliot's uh, espouses a healthy worldview. So points oh. to Michael Myers. Woo! Oh, hey. Michael Myers does have a good worldview. Yeah. <laughs> and we're tied 1-1. We're going to take a little break. We'll be, more, we'll be back with more Troubled Waters after this. This is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we ma- we are married. And how's the ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good. <laughs> we talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays. One time Rachel talked about pumpernickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread. We also talk about music and poems and, you know, weather. There is one... Weather? <laughs> one time Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, the song, for like 14 minutes. And it just really blew my hair back. <laughs> so check us out on MaximumFun.org It's a cool podcast with chill vibes Amber is the color of our energy Is what all the iTunes reviews say 
They will now. Troubled Waters is supported in part by Dashlane. Dashlane is a password management app that keeps all of your online information safe, secure, and easy to access. The average person has over 130 online accounts. That's ridiculous, and it sounds exactly right. Reusing passwords is unsafe. Trying to remember more than 130 passwords, um, that's impossible. That is where Dashlane comes in. It remembers all your passwords, all your login info, and more, so you don't have to, which is good, because I can't. Uh, Dashlane can also help you generate super strong passwords. And Dashlane syncs automatically across all of your devices. It even stores payment details. So check out www.dashlane.com slash troubled waters and you get Dashlane free on your first device. As a special offer for Troubled Waters fans, they're even offering a 30-day free trial of Dashlane Premium, including VPN, dark web monitoring, that sounds spooky, and more. If you like it, use code TROUBLEDWATERS at checkout to save 10 bucks on your premium subscription. Dashlane! Hey, welcome back to Troubled Waters. Now it's time for a game we are calling Name That Tune. <gasps> oh, get it? Yeah. It's pretty simple. You're going to hear a clip of a song uh, very strongly associated with a horror movie. It could be the soundtrack. It could be the title song. It could be on the soundtrack. It could be the movie's theme. It could be iconically featured within the movie itself. You understand how movies and songs interact. Mm-hmm. I don't need to explain this. Uh, once you know the movie, the song connects to you buzz in with your correct answer and you get a point. Got it? Yes. Good. Let's do it. Number one. Okay. Take a little walk to the edge of town and go across the track where the viaduct... Lori. Oh. Yes. Uh, scream. Yes. That was Red Right Hand by Nick Cannon. Yes, the Jamie Lee Curtis. Heavily <laughs> featured in the Scream franchise. Next. People are strange when you're a stranger. Oh, um, uh, us, Michael Myers, yes, Michael Lost Myers. Boys. That's correct. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, strange. Good. Covered by Echo and the Bunnymen from The Lost Boys. That's good. Um, the most terrifying part about that for me is that it evokes the doors, who are terrible. <laughs> uh, next. I mean, oh, it's a Halloween. Yes, Halloween. Michael Myers. Is yes. it Halloween? Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, when is it used in Halloween? I don't know. I've Several times. Anyone. Several times? Danged it. I, I, I have room I, in my head for just one Halloween song, I guess. Yeah. What was the imaginary instrument you were playing there as you were trying to come up with an answer? I don't know. Is it some sort of clarinet? It was like you were just, you had a long straw. I was like trying to think. Thurman? It reminded me of so many, because like that's such a great trope when it's like something horrible is happening and like an old, beautiful, Forty song is playing. Mm-hmm. is playing. It yeah. could have gone a few ways, but could. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next one. Tiptoe through the window, by the window. That's where I'll be. Lori. Yes. Insidious. Yes. Yes. Someone seen Insidious. Oh my god. I'll be darned. Yes. Was, uh, Cherry Glazer's version of Tiptoe through the door. Elliot, we're crushing through the it. Window. <laughs> Uh, too many, too many, too many new movies. I need to hear some more older movies. Halloween <laughs> came out in Let's jump in the line. I'm just waiting for jump in the line. It's funny because that was one of the other ones I was thinking of. Really? Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, it's not that. Yeah. Uh, next. 
Laurie. Yeah. Okay. I'll guess and say um, a Friday the 13th. Nope. Damn. Uh, so Laurie Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Let me just really take it a wild yeah, swing. Take a swing. Yeah. Who cares? That was the That's 80s, it. right? Don't cost you nothing. Laurie Nightmare on Elm Street. No. Damn. Also, the same team keeps guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Jump in the line, Beetlejuice. No. <laughs> no. Not what that I just song hear the is song. called. <laughs> what? Oh, I can't. I don't know. It's, I don't okay. know. That was featured in uh, American Psycho. Oh. oh. But sort of a That's good. Yeah, I don't yeah. It's good. like it. All right. Next one. I got my growing pains than Maggie. Cause homies nag me to take the dick out of the dad. Oh, Lori. Yeah. Us. Yes. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. I didn't I get to the part. Nice. By Loonies. And finally. Hi ho. Hi ho. Michael Myers. Yes. Gremlins. Gremlins is correct. All right. Very good. Nice. Wow. Also, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, which scared the shit out of me when I was six years old. Very scary movie. Evil yeah. woman. She's yeah. going to give you an apple. She's. Yeah. That's the one time it happened. That someone got, so. trick, got a poisoned apple, apple trick-or-treating. And she got Whoa. sleep paralysis. Yeah, she got sleep paralysis. And then the news picked up on that and oh yes. my God, spread it, it around. Ran with it. And just for fun, could we hear the opening lines of Jump in the Line, the Beatles? <laughs> yeah, 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 so I feel like I cannot jump in the line. No, we cannot. <laughs> no, we cannot. Okay, but we cannot. I believe you. <laughs> Jeez Louise, that was a tie. Oh, my God. You each get a point. Was it really? That means it really the whole was. thing is tied up, right? 2-2? Two, two? Yeah. yeah. That's correct. I think what threw me off partly was that every time I was like, this next one's going to be the song they play in the mall in Dawn of the Dead. It never was. <laughs> I you was so ready. I was, I was like, it has it. to be. It has to be. It. And it wasn't. Right. I feel you because I was the same. <laughs> <laughs> Jump in the line. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Eddie <laughs> just went right out and said it. <laughs> Jump in the line is never going to happen. <laughs> okay. I believe you. Okay. <laughs> We're calling our next round trick or treat. In this round, we celebrate the true meaning of Halloween, the birth of our Lord and Savior, the vampire baby Jesus. Um, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the true meaning of Halloween is tiny children dressing up as whatever and threatening strangers for candy. In this round, I'm going to give you the names of some candy you may not have heard of. Okay. You tell me if it is a trick that our writers made up or a treat and the candy really truly exists and you can eat it. Uh, we will start with Team Lori, uh, Monsieur Plop. French candy, kind of a chocolate-flavored chew made to look like tiny but recognizably human uh, poo-poos. Is that a, a trick or well, a treat? Well, there is a thing called... Plop, like Mr. Plop, and I know that's like Swedish candy, so that's throwing me off because I know that. Monsieur Plop. Is that of a of a But that's really look? a little bit. I'm gonna, I feel like if this I is trust a trick. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say trick, and if it is trick, then I feel like your writers just took a Swedish candy and made it French. Trick? A trick, and that's exactly <gasps> what they did. Oh my oh, god. god. Yes. Wow. Yes, yes. I went to Sweden twice. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Team Michael Myers is your go now. A British chocolate bar called A Chinatown. Bits of toasted rice and Turkish delights. Trick or treat? Hmm. I don't feel like that sounds good, but I don't want to. British people do love bad tasting candy, mm. and they also love exoticizing foreign cultures. That's true. So I'm going to. I'm going to guess a treat. Yeah, let's go a treat. That is a trick. Oh. And Cadbury chocolate is fucking delicious and you know it. <laughs> Come on. That's, that's the, the <laughs> exception that proves the rule. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's not like Turkish delight. It's not delightful. Nothing Turkish about it. That's yeah. absolutely true. Uh, <laughs> Team Laurie Strode, the Australian Kanga jelly sweets. They are shaped like kangaroos, but they taste like honey mustard. What? what? I mean, this <laughs> is also the treat. place that has Vegemite. 
Yeah. I feel like that's oh a tree. man. I feel like that might be a tree. Think, uh, let's yeah. Let's just go with the odds on that. Let's just go with the odds on that. That's a, a bad treat. That is a trick. What? Writers made it up. Okay, wait a second, writers. <laughs> writers. <laughs> There's nothing. I knew honey mustard seemed strange. That's a, and that's very American McDonald's of them. Yeah. No. Honey mustard very popular throughout the world. Uh, team Michael Myers. <laughs> no. Australia again. We're back to Australia for this mm. one. Muzzos shaped like little tiny jars of honey mustard, but they taste like kangaroo. Okay, writers. Well, that's definitely a trick. That seemed like a trick to me also. And it was a trick. Okay. <laughs> okay, so none of them are real. They do eat kangaroo <laughs> in There's Australia. Innately more and absurd. And I find it very delicious. Yes. A, I'll, take, I'll take a moment to recommend the, the great scary movie Wake and Fright, which has no supernatural elements at all, oh. but is an Australian movie that has a kangaroo hunt in the middle, and it's it's such a frightening, traumatic movie. So, oh. And there is no, it's not, it's, uh, it's only... The horror that lurks inside the human soul. Oh, I love that. I, I do that. love that. The worst nope. kind. Yeah. I do love that. Uh, team Laurie Strode, we go to Ireland for question number five. A chocolate bar called Mr. Nosy Bonk. <laughs> Caramel and nuts inside. It's like I want to say treat, but I feel like the writers. I mean, the odds are now, though, that we have to have a treat. Or are they all tricks? Or are they all tricks? And this is the, the, the whole up. thing is a trick. Mr. Nosy Bonk? If Mr. they're Nosy all Bonk. tricks, I'm applying to be a writer on this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think? I mean, should we just say fuck it and have fun and say treat? Let's have fun and <laughs> say treat. Fun. Treat. Oh, it's not fun. It's a trick. <laughs> However, Mr. Nosy Bonk was a UK children's TV character with uh, okay. a large nose. Okay. Uh, team Michael actually, Myers. That didn't actually feel fun to lose. No, especially when you choked on it. Um, team Michael Myers, question number six. Germany uh, brings us Franzi, little tubes of indi- individually wrapped toffees. That just sounds very real. Yeah. Sounds suspiciously real. <laughs> um, oh, I would feel so bad if we said it wasn't real and then it was real, though. Yeah, because what, what has Germany ever done to us? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the Bang, nice World War II joke. Boom. <laughs> um, gotta have I feel one. like the pattern so far has been nonstop tricks. Except for <laughs> the first one, which was a treat. No. Yep. No, you were no Mr. Treats. Plop no, was a trick. There have been all no Oh, but you knew that it I was used, a trick. I used incredible Swedish That's knowledge. Right. It was just that you got it right. Okay. So, I don't know. What do you think? There has to be one treat in there. Let's. I mean, that's what's kept people going for thousands of years. There <laughs> yep. has to be one treat in there somewhere. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, why don't we say treat? Yeah, Let's sure. say treat. That was a trick. Franti yeah! is the name of a cartoon pig in an English language textbook for learning German. Uh, okay, Lori Strode. No, no. no matter what you say, I'm saying it's a trick. Well, <laughs> I'm a trick. A trick. What if it's like Snickers? Uh, el el Tracador, uh, a hard Spanish sweet that tastes of nuts and has kind of a powdery outer shell. Fuck. That sounds real. <laughs> I'm going to say trick, and if we're wrong, I'm punching a writer. <laughs> wait, but wait, that sounds real. El what? Uh, tracador. El Tracador. Um, what's a Tracador? The Tracador, a great Philadelphia punk rock venue. Um. And you said it's it tastes it's a hard candy that okay. tastes of nuts? Yep. No. Hard candy doesn't taste like nuts. That's right. Trick. Trick. It is a trick. Yes! Oh, that was <laughs> real. I got you. That was good to do so. That was real Sherlock Holmes work. Yeah. Team Michael Myers. Uh, Portuguese chicken tongues, tiny jelly sweets that are shaped like tongues and are painfully sour. I hate that. <laughs> I don't want that to be real because it sounds gross. Yeah, let's say let's say trick. Yeah. Trick. That is a trick. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Question number nine for Team Laurie Strode from the UK. Percy pigs, fruit flavored jelly pig faces, named because they originally Ew. contained pork gelatin. Is this the last question? Okay. No. <laughs> I think this could be real. You do. But am I? Are we being stupid to go back? <laughs> Straight now, we are tied. 
Like, right now we are 100% Thai. It used to have pork gelatin. That sounds real. Say it again. Percy Pig. Yeah. Fruit-flavored jelly pig faces, named because they originally contained pork gelatin. Sounds kind of real. Am I a fool? Oh, bits of hoof. If, if we say treat and we're wrong, I'm going to flying sidekick a writer. <laughs> and she is a black belt. I okay. will remind you. I think I'm the most violent. I think I'm the villain of the pod. I'm the yeah, most yeah, violent yeah. person in this room. I think we should be fun and say treat. Let's be fun. Treat. Ding, ding, ding. It's a treat. Yeah. Oh, my God. I almost threw my dog across the room. <laughs> She's into it. Uh, question number 10 is for Team Michael Myers from Scotland. Licorice ants. They're licorice, uh, licorice kind of uh, strips, but they're shaped like ants, like old ladies, as in the relative, not the insect. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's aunt looks different. How could they be shaped like ants? Yeah, but like the traditional kind of auntie. Okay. You know, I, a bun on her head. Yeah, a bun on her head. I believed it when they were ants because yeah, that's it, like a cute... Because that sounds like fun to eat. It was all tricks and then one treat. Is this the Is this the treat we get or is it... Not what really. if they only put one treat in there? Oh, that's uh, yeah, I don't know. That it's, was like, I mean, the black uh, we're dealing with, with a sadistic mind on the on the level of jigsaw from the saw films. No, that's, it's true. That's why yeah. I'm so nervous. Is who's gonna lose their fingers over this? One. <laughs> um, huh. let's say, um, I'm leaning towards trick, but I don't want to. No, no, you know what? Let's jump, let's hold hands and jump off this Grand Canyon together. Okay, and we'll say it'll trick. feel so trick. good. Oh, trick? Yeah. It was a trick. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. What's fun about an ant? Nothing. But for a bonus <laughs> point, they should get something. Can anybody tell me if licorice ants, a n t s, as in the insect and not the relative, are real? That does yeah, sound real. real. No, they're not. Oh, oh she said it first. Fake. She that's said gross. We said it at the same first. time. She said it first. She said it first. Wow. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter if you got it wrong. Uh, okay, let's ra- rally up our scores. It's tally up our scores. Yes, yeah, seven. Oh, Jesus Christ, you tied on that one too. Wow. Which also makes sense because Michael Myers kept coming back and Jamie Lee Curtis kept aging mm-hmm. but also kept coming back to the movies when <laughs> oh she could have yeah. left the franchise. You're absolutely so. right. We are mirroring yeah. real thing. Wow. And at the life. end of the latest one, they're both alive they're still. They're both alive. Jeez. Do-be-do-be-do-be-do-be-do-be-do-be. Yeah, yeah, two more it. movies are on the way. That's not it. I forget the thing. It's... Jump in the line. Okay. For God's sake. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Jump in the line. Rock your body on time. Okay, I believe you jump in the line. Rock your body on time. Okay. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. Oh, good oh, man, stuff. Every time. Uh, well, I hope that you're enjoying this podcast you're listening to as much as we are pretending to. But anyway, why not listen to another podcast too? It's called The Flop House. And on our podcast, uh, we have recently watched a movie, often a bad movie. And we review it on our podcast, but mainly talk about other stuff and, I don't know, hang out. It's all about hanging out, feeling like you're being with your best friends. Who are your best friends? Us three. Dan McCoy, (laughs) Emmy Award-winning writer for The Daily Show, Stuart Wellington, owner of the best bar in Brooklyn, Hinterlands, and Elliot Kalin, former Emmy-winning head writer for The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, former head writer of Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Return, uh, so many things. Author of the upcoming children's book, All right, that's enough. The Elliot's credits just go on and on. Yeah, but if you like the idea of listening to three funny guys talk about bad movies, then why not come over and listen to The Flop House? It's uh, available at MaximumFun.org or wherever fine podcasts are found. So get out of here. 
<laughs> hey, welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, with us, playing for the supremacy of Laurie Strode. Mano Agapian. Yes. Agapian? Yeah. I'm saying everything wrong today. You're it. perfect. And Addie Weirich, uh, playing for Michael Myers, the very embodiment of evil. Uh, Luce Tomlin Brenner and Elliot Kalin. All right, we're tied up. Now it is time for a game that we are calling Monster Mashup. <gasps> In an era full of remakes and reboots, the, you know, the cover songs of movies, we here at Troubled Waters feel like it's time for the club mashups of movies. So mm. we're going to give you two completely different movies of different genres, Fun. different casts. Okay. We're going to ask you to mash them together and make a brand new, exciting movie. Well, How this. you do that is entirely up to you. It's off the dome, guys. It's improv. Fantastic. Uh, and then do we keep the copyrights on this? It could or? be a sequel. Yes, you do. Actually, all of the rights revert to you. It could be a sequel, a remake. It could go kind of the Riverdale uh, path of being Twin Peaks. <gasps> but with the cast of Archie Comics. Mm-hmm. And you, mm-hmm. sex with them all. Um, you decide which characters and actors make the cut, what plot elements stay, what plot elements go, what songs might end up on the soundtrack, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Team Laurie Strode. Um, because I want uh, Jamie Lee Curtis to prevail in this world mm-hmm. and uh, exist in a cinematic universe that earns her enough money that she doesn't have to advertise yogurt. I'm going to have you go first. Um, I'm going to have you <laughs> mash up the 90s Beverly Hills team comedy Clueless with the 90s self-aware slasher series Scream. How can they be combined? You tell us. You have two minutes. Your time starts now. So okay. it's probably going to take place in a high school. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's take place in high in high and, and this is a high school in, let's say, like the richest neighborhood in San Francisco. Yes, San Francisco. Not, L- not LA. We've done because LA. We've done LA. We've done LA. And we also want the hills. We want the hills. I, cause, because we're going to, we're going to, spoiler at the end, it's going to be a huge chase scene of mm-hmm. the hills because she hill. is a cross country star. That's right. And bridges right. is a motif. Bridges is a motif. In this whole thing because her relationships fall apart. Yes. But so does her connections with other people who are getting murdered. That's right. That's right. And yes. um and and Scream um is what's the main thing about Scream again? So the main thing about Scream is it's almost like a, a meta. It's a meta commentary on the the slasher genre. Oh, it's all the fun ones. Yes. So oh, this great. one will be a meta commentary yes. on the slasher genre but through the lens of social media. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, because also social media is the thing that bridges us to other people. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. So it is the it is the motif. And 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 the opening shot is her Instagramming the San Francisco the the, the Golden Gate Bridge, being like, just moved to San Fran, so excited to start my new chapter. She is a transfer student in high school. She's coming in as a Junior. Mm-hmm. But so, as an homage to the original Scream, she dies. I mean, she dies in the she, cold open. She dies in the cold open. Because we have to pay homage to that. Have to pay and homage. then you're like, oh my God, we're following someone different. I'm shaken. I'm so shaken. And then yes. it's to the girl who was waiting behind her to take the photo <laughs> of the Golden Gate Bridge. Yes. She's lived here the whole time. She's a cross country star. <laughs> yes. So they're in San Francisco and they um, are they're actually going to a climate change rally. Um, rally. Mm-hmm. And that is where all of this, uh, this action begins to take place. Right. And the main thing is that everyone is trying to Instagram the speaker at the rally instead of actually hear what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So everyone thinking Insta stories about it. And we, we see these slacktivists are the ones that keep falling off one by one. Yes, and they turn into like these kind of like uh, murdered zombies and then they are rising back up because um, they're bridging the gap of life and death. That is your time. Okay. okay. You didn't combine wow. either of those movies. Oh, I really God. didn't at I'm all. sorry, I mean, yeah, but... I don't want to be a stickler, but... That had you made a new movie, movie and the I think you should get Emily Curtis. <laughs> I mean, she's okay. not in either of those also, movies either. <laughs> Negative <laughs> points. But like, you pulled a real, you guys. We also a real troll a very too good on that movie. one. I think actually a very good movie. <laughs> oh, do we have a title? Yes. yes. 
Screamless. Screamless. <laughs> yeah, because it's not screamless. scary. Yeah, and it's a less. Is it like screamless, like seamless? Yeah. Like we deliver yes. death mm-hmm. to you? Whatever mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Right. Yeah, it's her day. It's like an asylum or it's like scream video. Less. Quit screaming. Screamless. No, it's it's one word. Screamless. It's screamless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. it's screamless, screamless. But the tagline is screamless if you want to scream less. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No. It's almost like we made it up immediately. I know. Yeah, well. I believe that Listen, we didn't wait count until you see what we come up with. I would buy your pitch. Team Michael Myers, it is your turn now. We're going to take you back to the 80s and make you mash up the slobs versus snobs, golf course, straight culture comedy, Caddyshack, with the parable of not breaking the rules of proper pet care, Gremlins. What happens when you don't give Rodney Dangerfield respect after midnight? Let us know. Your time starts now. Well, instead of the gopher. They're gremlins that are underneath the golf course. I think we can keep golf course. Keep golf course, no gophers. I'd love to get rid of every person in the movie except for Rodney Dangerfield. I would love to get rid of them also through gremlins killing them. Yes! Here's the thing. It's a movie where you really want to see these golfers get killed by these gremlins. Mm -hmm. And the gremlins, of course, they represent, you know, kind of like, I guess, the exploited, the downtrodden, in a way where where it's a nod to us in that way, Mm -hmm. Uh, except with with the gremlin trope. Yeah, Uh, and the gremlins have all the, like, explosives and the hoses, all the stuff that Bill Murray's character has in Caddyshack. That's what the gremlins have in, like, their bunker underneath the golf course. So how do these gremlins get to the golf course? That's the the hardest part of all, I think. Are they, do they tunnel there on their own? Are they accidentally delivered there in the form of a mogwai? Mm, um, I think that we see uh, Magwai like fall off like a car or something <laughs> in the opening credits. Because because the, the you kind of can take the, the beginning of Gremlins, just put a negative spin on it where it's like, oh, this guy is buying a, a living thing that can mm. think and communicate in its own way as a pet for his, let's face it, his son who thinks he can get whatever he wants, including exactly. Phoebe Cates, mm-hmm. and he's just going to give it to him as a pet. But instead, it's these rich jerks who are in Caddyshack. Yeah. And they're, and they're like, uh, we don't, whatever. How do we take care of this thing? Oh, feed it some crazy stuff. Like, oh, give it give it beer or whatever. They're and just jerks. They, yeah, yeah, and then it exca- it's living in the Caddyshack. Yeah. It escapes from there and tunnels underground. Mm-hmm. And now you've got it. Suddenly you've got tons of gremlins popping up all over the place mm-hmm. and of course there's still funny stuff too like the gremlins are going to want to play golf at some point gremlins love to have fun Ooh, but... absolutely and like the sexy lady gremlin from gremlins 2 oh, yeah. is there and but like she has a lot of friends and like is very empowered and everybody respects her so it's, it's like this is the exact opposite of Caddyshack in every single <laughs> exactly. way exactly uh, uh, they eat all the white men who suck Rodney Dangerfield loves them they party together at the end they keep the last line we're all gonna get laid and then it's the famous song that plays the, jump and, in the line right. no, no get out no. of here you already had your turn <laughs> this woman marched into our pitch I'm alright oh. oh. nobody's wearing my that's me. the one and okay, Rodney Dangerfield and a bunch of gremlins that is your time you <laughs> both made some excellent pitches right there there's a little that's color a Numbers. One of us made a great pitch. It's a little plug and play, if you ask me. Um, yeah, it felt like I felt like game. ours. Well, I will say, it felt like ours was improv, where we took a suggestion and then we <laughs> created off. We ate a seed it uh-huh. to think to make something purely um, incredible and never mm-hmm. could have been thought of again. And it feels like more like a sketch. Like if this is true, what else is true for over here? And mm-hmm. what we did would we created something that would make money because people would actually go to see it. Gremlins fans Sell and out. Caddyshack fans. Sell together. Out. Oh, I love it. Yeah, respect to the source material, Michael Myers. Uh, but Team Laurie Strode. 
uh, has Brandon puppy on their lap. Has a dog on their lap. So it's a tie. It's a tie. So it seems in the moment as though Laurie Strode has won, but then you know, it, it, like at the end credits, you see Michael Myers stirring. Yeah, a bit. this is why judges shouldn't be it's elected. It's the endless struggle. <laughs> it's the endless struggle. Uh, thank you guys. That is our game. It is a tie. Uh, before we go, uh, I want you to plug what you're doing right now, and then to offset the ego karma, plug something someone else did. Mono. Someone else did yeah. in like, life? Like yeah. one of, one of your yeah, friends? A piece of oh. art that you didn't make. Oh, that's awesome. Can you not name one of those, Mono? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Mono's made everything that's good in the me, world. Me, me, me. Okay, okay. So, yes. Um, follow me just at my name, Mono Agapian, um, on the social medias. And then um, doing a podcast, as you said, uh, called Drag Her um, with Nicole Byer. I do We Love Trash on Patreon with Betsy Sodaro. I'm also doing a lot of fun drag shows at UCB. So come watch me do improv. Come watch me do drag at UCB. Um, and um, something really fun I'm enjoying uh, that I enjoyed on Hulu was this documentary called Jawline, which um, followed the life of like hot 13 year old boys who are like trying to make careers by just being hot on social media wow. and their successes and, of course, failures mm-hmm. at that. It's fascinating and fucked up and funny. I'm into it. Yeah. Elliot. Uh, you can follow me at, at Elliot Kalen on Twitter, but none of the other ones because I don't do them. And uh, please listen to The Flophouse on Maximum Fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Maximum Fun also, uh, John Hodgman and I will be doing a podcast called iPodius where we're watching the show iClaudius. <laughs> and uh, we're hoping to talk to people who made the show. We may not get access to them. Uh, and my children's book is out now. It's called Horse Meets Dog. There should be a new one coming out next year called Sharko and Hippo. And... I'll recommend, I mean, for Halloween time, I'll just recommend, uh, the first thing is Los Spookies. Everyone's watching that already. It's a great show. Uh, But uh, it's a super funny show. But uh, if you are a fan of science fiction and you don't know which science fiction novels to read, then I'm going to recommend Anne Leckie's Ancillary series, which is kind of like if... if Star Wars was written by Jane Austen, that's how I'm going to put it. It's okay. a it's a it's a big galaxy spanning action story that is very intent on uh, explaining the manners and etiquette of this vast galaxy spanning civilization. Okay, thank you, Elliot. Lucy. Yes, hi, Luce. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at LTB Comedy. Those are my initials, LTB. And um, my film, Messed Up, is on the festival circuit right now. It's going to premiere at Horror Films in Hotlanta, in Atlanta, on October 25th. And that Spooky Empire Halloween convention in Florida on the weekend of Halloween. So you can uh, see it there this month if you're in Atlanta or Florida. <laughs> and then um, I host a show called Cursed, uh, the third Wednesday of every month that's also spooky all year round the next one's on uh, October 16th if you're in LA and I want to recommend my friend uh, uh, Elaine Mangian just had a new short film called Swiped to Death picked up by Huluween Hulu's like bingey horror short selection Uh, so that's online right now you can watch it um, Swiped to Death it's very funny and uh, yeah, uh, my friend Isabella O'Hare has an amazing poetry book out right now, too, called All of This Can Be Yours If You Need to Have a Little Time Quiet to Yourself. That's not scary. All right. Thank you, Luce. Hey. Hi. <clears throat> uh, oh, so sorry. Oh, no. Too much Beetlejuice. Too much Beetlejuice. Um, I, yeah, see, I, I follow me on Instagram. My dad likes my Instagram more than my Twitter, um, <laughs> I think for good reason. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Addie Yo Mind. Um, I started this thing uh, two days ago called Socktober, where at first was going to be a really stupid bit of just being like, every day for 31 days, I'm going to challenge myself to wear socks. And like yeah. I took pictures of it. 
But then I started, I couldn't sleep till 4 a.m. and I made designs. Then I was like, well, people want this on merch. And now people are like, yeah. So I'm now doing limited edition merch of Socktober for all of October. <laughs> Pro, uh, proceeds go to the Downtown Women's Center, which is the only organization that fights homelessness for women, empowering women who are homeless or have been homeless. Um, literally putting up the like the big cartel link today uh, to I put it out. It. It's only going to be available for October, um, so check that out. I also co-host Everything's Great, every month a Dynasty typewriter. Next one is October 20th, and then we have November and uh, December dates in, in perpetuity. And... Um, <clears throat> Those are never going to die. And uh, I really am thinking about what to plug. And this thing that just keeps happening is this like little Instagram series that I found called the Mind Fudge series. And it's this like really cool lesbian creator who I like kind of have a crush on. And she's in Canada and her sketches are really fun and well done. And like I found her just through scrolling. Um, they're really cool. I kept trying to think of something else to plug, but they're really good. That's- Great. Yeah, my, they're awesome. really cinematically done well. I love it. And they're like a minute. Yeah, Mind it. Fudge cool. series. Right on. Thank you. You're Addie, right. Luce, Elliot, Addie, Mono, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the AirPods, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Mono Agapian. Yeah, that's me. Yep. Luce Tomlin Brenner. Hello. Elliot Kalen. Horror Forever. Addie Weirich. I got a dog. Yay! <laughs> Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts, who are candy tricksters. <laughs> and our producers are Christian Duaneus and Laura Swisher. And we're right behind you. Boom. Hi. <gasps>